On today's episode of the Hustle the Day podcast, we have Ashley Johnson, a licensed mental health clinician, podcast host, and cosmetologist. Hello and welcome to another edition of the Hustle the Day podcast. I am very fortunate to have Ashley Johnson on here today. So grateful that you took the time out of your day to come on the podcast and speak to us about a very important topic and about your life. So why don't you jump into it and kind of tell us about yourself, Ashley. Hey, everybody. My name is Ashley Johnson, as Trent said. Um, there is a lot of elements to me. Um, I think the biggest element, well, I wouldn't say the biggest element, but I think one of the things that made me who I am today is I am an Army veteran. I served seven years in the military. I deployed to Iraq. I was stationed in Guantanamo Bay, Cuba. Um, so that definitely made me who I am. And it also helped me, you know, become who I am. Uh, it helped me grow just because I went in at 20. So it helped me grow up a lot. And just, you know, it provided, you know, influence in my life. But also, I have a master's degree in clinical mental health counseling. That is my full time job. I am a cl- clinical mental health counselor. I work at the VA, the Veterans Administration for vets. So I just started doing that um, in September. Well, the end of September. So um, before that, I worked in residential treatment. I worked in an inpatient facility, a lot of that. But that's my full-time job. But along with that, I took a break from mental health because um, I still had money left in my GI Bill. And I've always loved doing hair. So I went to cosmetology school. I went to the Beta Institute in Atlanta. Um, I graduated there in 2017. And um, in 2017 as well, I had my own salon studio, which is like a smaller version of a salon. So it's basically where if you want to work by yourself, you just have a room with a with one chair and a shampoo bowl and stuff. So it was me and another girl in there. So I was in school when I opened up the salon studio and working mental health part time. So I was doing all three of those things. Once I graduated from school, I kept the salon suite for that year but was back working full-time in mental health. So I was doing either at night or on the weekends here. And then I let go of the salon studio and just started doing like um, mostly bridal, weddings, things like that. That's what I did in Atlanta. Then the beginning of this year, so I was previously um, engaged. Oh, that's another thing. I helped my fiance, my ex-fiance, create his business. I ran it. I did all the administrative work. I did... um, like basically he was the electrician and I did everything else, customer relations, um, payments, uh, payroll, HR, like everything. I did that. I helped him build his business into the, the great success that it is today. All while working a full-time job in mental health and doing here on the side. When me and him broke up though, I was going through like a sad spot and I was writing blogs previously. And so I was just like, well, my best friend had told me previously to do a podcast and I'm like, oh, I hate the way I sound. So when we broke up, I was like, you know what, let me do this because maybe that'll help heal me and I can help heal other people. And I like to say hurt people hurt people, but hurt people that have been healed can help heal other people. And that's all I've been trying to do. So now at this very moment, I work full time in mental health. I still do hair on the side. And then I have my podcast, which comes out every week. So that's a job in itself. It's like, you know, Trent, as a, as a podcaster, like I didn't know what I was getting myself into when I got into it. But now I love it. So that's a little bit about me. Yeah, that, that's, that's quite a bit about you. But that's fantastic. I mean, that's an amazing story. All the things that you're doing. Definitely the definition of hustle fits right there because you are you were doing so many different things. That's very cool. 
Uh, My dad used to say I'm a Jamaican because I had so many jobs. Yeah. <laughs> well, that was his joke. I like I like that quote you said though the that you know hurt people hurt people which we are all familiar with but you know the healed people help heal the hurt people that's that's very cool. Yeah. Uh, so you've got a great background, great experience, uh, but who along that journey was most flu- influential in who you became today? And I don't want to sound cocky or vain or self-centered, but it was me. Like I I had a really rough childhood. Um, I was abused. I, you know, when I got older, I got into drugs. Um, Then like, you know, even in the beginning of the military, you know, I had a really bad attitude, really bad temper and being told that I couldn't do something for so long. Even my past relationship, he told me all the time, like he was emotionally abusive. He told me all the time, like what I couldn't do or who I wasn't. So me fighting against that, so I, I've been, I think I've been the most influential person for myself because I didn't want to be what everybody negative in my life told me I was going to be. I wanted to be more than that. And even at this point, I still don't feel like I'm doing enough, even though I'm doing a million things. I never feel like I'm like doing enough or at the level I need to be at. So really myself, me wanting to be what everyone said I couldn't be. Wow. That's, that's very cool. Um, I don't think a lot of people give it themselves enough credit that they're the ones that help get them out of whatever situation they're in. So that's very cool that you mentioned that because I think more people do need to give themselves credit for that. So, uh, sure. now uh, a more of a curious question is, um, with the military background, uh, do you think you, you mentioned that you don't feel like you ever, are doing enough, you know, the military is very disciplined and in <laughs> terms of your time. And, and so do you think that has played any influence in that, in that you realize how much you can get done in a certain amount of time. And so you keep taking on more tasks. So I think it definitely has a lot to do with it because being in the military, you have to be able to multitask. You have to, and it's also very mission focused. So with those, you know, key elements that I developed, because I mean, I went in the military at 20, so it was the basis of my 20s. And of course, now like I'm very into like mission focus, making sure I get done what needs to get done and I'm very detail oriented and I do attribute that to, you know, the military. Yeah, and I think what you said, mission focus is huge because a lot of people don't have a clear vision, a clear mission. They, you know, they get distracted real easily because they don't understand exactly what they should be doing at this point in time, what they should be focusing on. And so th- I think that's been, that's hugely beneficial in being able to manage your time and to uh, really stay on task. Well, even with that, you know, my church, um, well, I just moved to Texas, but when I was living in Atlanta, my church, you know, the only thing that my pastor asked when you became a member It wasn't about, you know, giving money. It wasn't about, you know, anything else. It was that you had a 15 year plan. So regardless, I think that's instrumental in a person's life so that you say that they won't become unfocused so that they know this is what I want to accomplish in this year. This is what I want to accomplish in the next five, the next 10, the next 15, you know. And so each year. So every every December, like around New Year's, I have the same set of questions. Sometimes I tweak it a little bit. But the same set of questions that I asked myself to see have I developed more, grew, grew more in that year. And I, and I write it out at the end of the year to look at the next year 
So just having that plan for your life, you know, of course, everything ain't always going to go the way it's supposed to go. Things will fall off track. Like part of my one year plan was to be married because, you know, we were engaged, but that didn't happen. So things are not always going to fall in line that way. But to have, you know, some direction or things might be added or things might be taken away. But just to have some goals for your life that you want to try to follow. Absolutely. Very, very important to have those goals. Um, So you were in the military. Um, At what point did you or how did you become an entrepreneur? How did you get? How did you decide, you know, you mentioned the GI Bill, you had money left over for that. But how do you decide cosmetology and expanding to that? So I just when I was in the army, I always did my friend's hair and stuff. And um, I'm very artistic. I like to paint. I like to not really draw, but like I like to paint. And so um, I felt like that would be it really was it wasn't sporadic because I had been thinking about like when I was in my master's program, I actually was going to drop out and go to cosmetology school. And everybody's like, you better not. You better finish your master's. But I just I think it had to do with like a lot of my artistic thoughts. And then I just thought that you know, as a woman, I don't know if men, but when you sit in your, your, your cosmetologist chair, you basically talking to them and telling them what's going on. And they give you advice. Kind of like what I do as a therapist, except, you know, I can't, you know, treat them the way I can in right. therapy. So the name of my brand is hair therapy. Like my, my, my cosmetology brand is hair therapy. So it's about making people feel beautiful on the inside and outside. So that's kind of how it played into that. And that I think is- that- entrepreneurial aspect is I mean like even to this day I'm looking up rental property now I want to try to find a duplex so half can be an Airbnb and half can be a rental so my mind is always gone because I want to retire when I'm like 50 and have income coming in where I can still pay for my kids college where I can take trips because I like taking trips and I don't have to worry about nothing so I think that's where the mindset came from I want to break generational curses and financial you know uh, debt and things like that is a generational curse. Um, and so I don't want to go, I don't want to go into that when I have kids. I don't want my kids to have that. You know, nobody taught me about credit. Nobody taught me about um, finances. Nobody taught me about any of that stuff. So, you know, student loans, any of that stuff. So I had to learn on my own and it sucks, but I want to break that. And that's why I think the entrepreneurial um, aspect of me came from. Yeah, that's definitely something that you can you know, break out of the typical rut with entrepreneurship. But I, I gotta say, I love the name, the, the hair therapy, like that is so cool that I, it, it makes a lot of sense. I mean, to, uh, to my wife, when she gets her hair done, it's, it's not just getting her hair done. It's yeah. a social event and, you know, it's adding the tweaking that a little bit to be more or less a, a therapy session. Obviously, like you said, I mean, you can't you treat, but the barber. you guys talk to your barbers about stuff. So it, it's the same thing. Yeah. You that's see, actually you talk about what's going on. You ask advice. So yeah. yeah, that's something I've only recently actually done in the last uh, year or so is I actually went to a barber now rather than, you know, just a, a great clips or whatever. And it's a different experience. It's, yeah. it's really cool. So uh, very cool. Well, like I said, love that name. Uh, while you're while you're doing your um, side hustles and all these things that you're working on, what has been your biggest failure so far? Oh man! And again, I, I feel like it's myself because I'm such a perfectionist and I want everything to be perfect. Um, I don't want to fail at anything, so I think 
just me expecting too much out of myself, maybe. And if if even just the littlest thing goes wrong, like like so with hair, even if they tell me they love it, but if I see something that I feel like isn't correct, then I'll be like thinking about that the whole day. Or with a podcast, I mean, I know you can hear me. I talk really fast. So, you know, when I first started my podcast, I, it was like, now I've learned to slow down some. So when I listen to some of the earlier episodes, I'm like, oh, my God, I sound horrible. Like, so just me, myself, being up on myself. <laughs> Uh, well, I, I understand. Uh, sometimes we get into our heads a little bit, but um, it's it's still good to go back and you know see how far you've come, rather than you know mm-hmm. think the opposite of man, I was so awful. You should be thinking, man, I didn't. I'm so much better now. But the question is, so you're saying that's your biggest failure? What what have you learned from that? So I'm still learning every day. I'm still learning, but just to not be so hard on myself. Nobody's perfect. You know, you, you, you always learn, like, it doesn't matter if you've been doing something for 50 years, you can still learn something, you know, today. So just to be easier on myself and to realize, you know, it takes growth. And just even with the, with the podcast, like, first of all, in business period, the first five years for any business is the hardest. And if you can, I've been told, if you can make it past those first five years, you have a chance of success. But the first five years are always hardest. Also, like, if you look at some of these YouTube stars and it took them forever, like, you see them now and they're blown up and they have a little blue check behind their name on Instagram or Twitter or whatever. But you have to think about in the beginning when they didn't have nobody. So just giving yourself that chance to understand that it takes time and you have to grow and something I've learned really recently, everybody not going not gonna to be for you and not going to um, go with your brand. As long as you're doing what you're doing for you and you're not doing it for the next person, the right people are going to come to you and they're going to like what you're doing. And from there, you'll grow. Yeah. So I had, I had to teach myself that because I was expecting so many people to support me, but realizing that, you know, I'm not everybody's cup of tea. Absolutely. And one thing I've heard recently is, even 50% of the people who follow you typically don't like you. They're usually there to yeah. you know, spy mm-hmm. on you or whatever, you know? So um, you have to understand that because really you've, you've got to dig deep for yourself if you really want to succeed. Because I mean, there's so many people who aren't on your side who are even following you, which is crazy to me in general, but that's very true, though. Yeah, <laughs> I'm sure there's a, a mental health tie-in there of why <laughs> why people oh, are man. doing that. It's but <laughs> obsessions, like all type of stuff. Yeah, yeah. for sure. So, uh, can you tell me a little bit about uh, your your day to day in terms of you know when you're going to work, when you do the cosmetology, when you're looking at rental properties? I mean. Okay. So a typical day or week in the life of me, I work Monday through Thursday. So I work Monday through Thursday, eight to six thirty. So I'm on a condensed schedule at the VA. Um, so for sure that day, those days I'm focused on, you know, helping people through their obstacles, helping them, you know, achieve whatever goals they've set forth. Um, occasionally I'll do hair after that. Cause by the time I get home, I work about 45 minutes from where I live. It's about seven 30. So oh, it's about, so, yeah, seven, seven, fifteen, seven thirty. So occasionally I won't do hair, but since Thanksgiving was this week, I had people that wanted their hair done. So I was working a full time yeah. job, and then 
going to work after that. And I like to say, you know, you have to work your full time eight to five and then go home and devote another full time eight to five to your own dreams in order to reach them. So, but typically I won't do hair Monday through Thursday, but like I said, it was Thanksgiving. So I did. So on Fridays I'm open Saturdays. I'm open Sundays. I'm open to do hair. Um, so just if people book, um, I'm not booked every weekend, you know, this weekend I was booked because it was a holiday, but you know, if somebody books me, that's good. If somebody doesn't, you know, I'm going to the gym on Friday mornings and Saturday mornings. Um, I am really just in the house. <laughs> like that's my time to decompress, be away from people. I don't have to listen to people because that's all, all day. Um, I start looking up, you know, ideas for episodes. I start researching whatever I'm going to talk about. Um, and then as far as looking up properties, I do that every day just till I see some pop up that mm-hmm. sounds like a good idea. Like, cause some stuff will like be money wise good, but then you have to put so much into it. So that's just something I do every day. But as far as a typical week, you know, Monday through Thursday, I'm working um, my full time in mental health. And then the weekends is when I'm doing hair. And then the podcast, you know, either at night when I get home from work or whenever, I, like sometimes I'm at work and somebody might say something and I'll, I'll go write it down so I can look it up later. Yeah. So. Very cool. So but speaking of, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> for sure. <laughs> so speaking of the podcast, um, that is happy hour with Ash or Ashley. Sorry. I, with Ashley. It's happy hour at uh, it's happy hour Ash like on or Twitter, but it's happy hour with Ashley. That's the name of it. Okay, that's right. So, and and like you mentioned in your podcast, it's not your typical definition of happy hour. It's yeah. So it's not about happy. yeah. My mom had a big thing about that. She was like, "Oh my god!" But she worked in substance abuse. I'm like, "Ma, it's not about you know that happy hour to go get drunk." Like people do go to happy hour to get drinks, but they also go to decompress, to relax, to get, you know, half off or appetizers, whatever. So the happy hour is to just be the happiest you can in that moment. I mean, of course I want you happy 24 seven, but in that moment, because you're learning about self-care, you're learning about mental health, you're learning about, you know, my first season was a lot of um, growing. Like I said, it was after a relationship ended. So a lot of toxic behaviors, identifying them, um, healthy boundaries, letting things go. So a lot of things to help you learn. And a lot of women that I've talked to, um, it has helped them through it. And it's not just for women, it's for men too, because I have episodes on there for men and mental health, because especially in the African-American community, it's a really big stigma, you know, and just men in general feel like they have to, you know, hold everything in and they're as a child taught to like not cry and not to talk about your feelings, things like that. So I talk about all that stuff on there. Yeah, that's very cool. I've, li- I've listened to it and I, I really appreciate that you're putting this out there and that you're, that you're, you know, sharing your knowledge on it. So thank you. Yeah, yeah. I come from, I talk clinically and I talk just from, you know, my person, like I, my mom says I share too much, but I don't care. Cause I feel like that helps people. So I do self-disclose a lot of, you know, Half of my episode is about how whatever we're talking about relates to me. So, but then I give you like clinical information and I give you um, like for self-care, I give you self-care skills and things like that. So, yeah. And like you mentioned, you started this out as basically something to be therapeutic for yourself and Mm -hmm. hopefully it helps people, but it sounds like it's definitely helping people. So that's great. Yeah, I've gotten good feedback. Yeah, for sure. And you just you just started your second season of that, correct? Yes, uh, second season started November first. So I was excited about that. I took a little 
I say about a two month break. Um, of course, like I was getting ready to move and just a lot of changes going on. And I like at that I had like when I started my podcast, I didn't think everything through. So like my first season has like I think 26 episodes. My second season will not have that many episodes. But so at that point, I had been recording an episode every week from March until my last uh, episode of season one in August. So to think about that was a lot, like making sure I had episodes recorded, making sure I had information, making sure I had new topics. So, yeah, that's in the, like podcasting is like a full time job. <laughs> yeah, you're, you're actually my third interview this week. And this is a short week yeah. because it's Thanksgiving. So, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, but you've, you've enjoyed the podcast so far, right? You're, mm-hmm. You've enjoyed doing it and obviously enough that you're going to keep doing it for the second season. Yes. Very cool. Uh, and it's, it's just more to add to your, to all the things that you're doing and my uh, list of hustles. Yes. Speaking of which, um, how is it that you personally define the word hustle? So I would say for me, hustle can be defined in any way, but it it definitely is how you view it. So for me, hustling is just doing what I have to do to achieve what I want. So sometimes it it takes sacrifice. Sometimes it takes not being able to go out or not being able to spend that extra money you wanted to spend because you have goals to accomplish. So hustling, like, so my goal for 2020 is debt-free like financial freedom. And so like, I know I worked on Thanksgiving. I did here on Thanksgiving. And like a lot of my friends were like, Oh, you working? I was like, yes, 2020 is the year of financial freedom. I'm trying to book and buy um, rental property. You know, I'm trying to eventually work for myself. So like I have to hustle. I have to keep moving. I have to keep doing the many things that I have to do in order to um, achieve the goals that I want to achieve. Absolutely. And and I don't think uh, a lot of people understand that, but like you mentioned, there's lots of different ways that you can define the word hustle. And I don't think anybody's defined it the same way. It's no, everybody, of course not. Yeah. To everybody, it's a little bit different and everybody provides value when they, when they do that. It's, it's really unique to hear everybody's perspective on that. Uh, but a very cool goal to be debt-free in 2020 and yes. working on Thanksgiving, that's definitely one way to help achieve that goal. So, <laughs> yeah. Um, so somebody is out there today, wants to start a business today. What's something that they should be doing every single day? You know, researching it, whatever, whatever it is that they're trying to open up, you know, just because there's a thousand other ones. So I read something where it says, you know, you're, you're, you're fearful about starting your business because there's 15 more hundred, 1500 more people that do it. They said, just go to the grocery store and walk down the bread aisle. Mm-hmm. How many different, ver- how many different options for bread are there? Yeah. Even just bread, we bread, but there's like 30 different brands. So it doesn't matter if somebody does what you do. It doesn't matter if somebody else has a podcast or has hair or whatever is a realtor or whatever. You know, it's about you researching and finding your niche and pushing toward it. And like I said, everybody's not going to be for you, but whoever is for you, they're going to follow, you know, what you do. Mm -hmm. And that's, I think, a big difference between the scarcity mindset and the abundance mindset i mean there's even if there's 30 different brands of wheat bread at one grocery store you go to another grocery store there's gonna be 30 different brands i mean think about you know your typical chain grocery store versus whole foods and you know Uh, okay Mm -hmm. there's absolutely 
I think enough out there for everyone, as long as you are determined and find your neat, your niche, you know, you can't just like, I'm going to take down wonder bread day one and (laughs) expect (laughs) that to happen. But (laughs) Uh, so one thing that I, I really want to dig into with your experience in mental health. um, There's an article on TechCrunch where it says that an entrepreneur is three times more likely to have, uh, mental health issues, uh, they're um, six times more likely to have ADHD, all these different things of uh, the entrepreneurs typically don't do as much self-care, I would say, uh, in my experience at least. Um, I was wondering if you could speak on that a little bit. For sure. I would say, you know, that's very true because like me or anybody else that's working multiple, you know, working a full-time job, but still doing their job. So working multiple jobs doing multiple things of course sometimes you're going to put yourself on the back burner you might be feeling sick i'll say this for myself when i first i have migraines and so when i first moved to texas or not even when i first i've been here two months my first week at work i had a headache every single day and like people kept telling me to go and i was like well no i have to do hair today when i got off work i had to go do hair or this and that so I wasn't taking care of myself so you got to think about sometimes you're sacrificing what you need to do for yourself because you want to put in more time for that so of course sometimes depression may come in because you're not achieving the goals at the pace you want to or you're definitely not utilizing self-care if you're not taking that moment to take care of you and self-care can be as simple as just taking you know 10 minutes out of the day each day just to decompress so you know it can come with like financial, you can get depressed from the financial aspects of things and just various things that can add into that. If you're not taking care of yourself, it can definitely take a toll on you. And then if you have a family, you have to think about that. If you have a family and you have kids, so you're working a full-time job, then you're coming home and trying to focus on your goals, but then you have to take care of your wife or your husband. You have to spend time with your kids. So you might run yourself dry and then you're not getting sleep, not getting sleep, insomnia, that leads to, you know, affecting your mental, your mental status, your mental health. I know with me, because I have insomnia as well, if I go a day or two without sleeping on that first, that second day after the day after, I start feeling hungover like I had drinks. So that's how, you know, the body reacts differently. But you got to think about that. If you're not getting enough sleep, if you're not getting enough, you know, you, maybe you're not eating enough because you're so busy during the day. So it's so many things. But I definitely feel that it can play a, a, a part on your mental health. And if you're not doing something to take care of that, if you're not going to the doctor, if you're not finding a way to decompress and utilize self-care, it can affect you. Yeah. So how would you say somebody who's busy, something you might know about, how, how do you find that time for self-care or what, can, what kind of tips or tricks could you give to um, help an entrepreneur understand that they do need that self-care? So... Before this year, because this year has been the year about me, because, you know, I like when I built the when I created the podcast and just changing through the like the the breakup was really hard and it was really bad. And before that, I was so on him, like even though, you know, I had my my hair thing and all this kind of stuff, I was mainly focused on building his brand. So this year has been me focusing on myself and utilizing self-care because I didn't before. So no matter how busy I am, I make sure my thing is foot rubs. Like I've had surgery on my feet more than once. 
So I try to go to get a foot reflex, a foot reflexology um, from like an Asian spot because they know all the spots. That's one of my self-care things that I try to do once a month. Another thing is the gym. The gym is super easy. And sometimes people don't understand that that is self-care. But it's, if it's something that you enjoy and do doing, then that's self-care. So I try to make sure I don't go as much as I want to go because I am tired sometimes. But I do make sure to go every week. So that's another thing. Eating healthy, as as little as you you know think that could have an effect on self care, you know meal prepping because sometimes you don't have time to cook during the week, or drinking more water because that actually helps you think clearly and things like that. What you put in your body affects your mind. So, absolutely. Just even even if it's whether you take whether you plan to do something once a day, once a week, or once a month, actually scheduling yourself for that, making like uh, making a time. For yourself, even if you have a family and kids and a wife and a husband, whatever, saying, I need these five minutes a day when I first get home or saying once a week, I'm going to go for an hour and go off by myself or whatever. You have to incorporate that into your daily regimen. Yeah, absolutely. And you mentioned even if you don't necessarily like the gym, it's still good to go. And I believe that to be true, not not only for the um mental health aspect, but for the aspect of, um, it proves that you can do hard things. I mean, you, you really grow in that as well. I mean, you think about, um, your own personal growth. I was relaying this to somebody the other day of, um, you know, when your muscles start to hurt, that's when they're growing. Yeah. Same thing in your personal life. When things are just a little bit out of your comfort zone, that's when you start growing. And it's, it's crazy that you said that, but when you are feeling, you know, when you're feeling like a lot of things are going on and you're being stretched, you're being stretched to see how far you can expand. So I definitely agree the way you relate with the muscles, you're being stretched to see how far you can expand. And, you know, believe it or not, we're able to accomplish many things that we don't think we can. Like when you first, when you've never been to the gym before, you start going working out and that first workout, mm-hmm. you feel like you got hit by 15 trucks, (laughs) but then you continue to go and it gets easier because you're expanding your muscles. Like you said, well, when you start, like, I'm pretty sure you experienced this when you first started your podcast, you're like, what the heck, or what am I doing? Or how do I do this and that and that? And then you're stretching and you're expanding yourself to that growth. So everything is like that. I agree. Yeah. I'm still, still relatively new to the podcasting thing, but, um, it's been a huge growth opportunity for me over this time. So yeah, I can definitely relate to that. Uh, so now the question is, um, what do you have planned for the future? And uh, as it re- relates to the cosmetology, you mentioned the um, looking at a rental property, but then also, is there any, would you have any interest in helping entrepreneurs with their mental health? Definitely. I definitely love to mentor people or be, uh, you know, someone somebody can reach out to to talk to me about whatever, you know, any aspect of what I'm doing. Um, I've had people reach out to me in mental health, like people that are I'm on a couple of Facebook pages for mental health clinicians. And so I've had people reach out and ask advice and things like that. So I'm definitely able, especially with a podcast, like because I didn't you know, know where to start or what to do and didn't believe in myself. And um, so just. Definitely. You know, everybody needs help and everybody should be willing to help because you were once in that space. Mm-hmm. But even though you didn't necessarily feel adequate, you took the action and 
look at where you're at now. So, <laughs> um, what do you have planned uh, for the future with the the cosmetology side? So with cosmetology, my plan is to just keep um, growing. But it's it's really with cosmetology, it's really just a fun like hobby. But it's a hustle as well because I get paid yeah. for it. So that's something that um, it's therapeutic for me as well. Like it, it, I like creating things. So I like you know styling different ways and seeing. Um, I think it also goes into mental health though because I like seeing that smile on whoever's face at the end. Like because when I was in school, I did a lot of guys' hair, and I remember I had a guy that came in and his hair was down here, and I took his hair like it was so at like it's crazy because a lot of people were like, "Oh, you took him from what did they say?" Mac something to Mac Dreamy, basically. <laughs> you can see his self-esteem like boosted up completely because like, yeah. So just I like seeing that after the fact of the person seeing like, oh my gosh, look how I look now. So I think that's just continuing on, just enjoying it. It's a passion and it's fun, but I get paid for it. So I'm gonna keep doing that for sure. And just perfecting my craft. Yeah. And I can I can agree that uh, I feel my self-esteem is a little bit better when my beard's all trimmed up nice and everything. Right now it's a little scraggly. It's been a few weeks. So, okay. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's very cool. Um, I love that you, you found something that you really enjoy uh, that ties in so well with your full-time job and is fun for you. Like that is like the trifecta, you know, nobody, nobody usually gets that gets all three of those together in one place. So that's very cool. Yeah. Um, now with the, with the mental health at the VA, i first of all, I have to say thank you for that because I have a, um, a brother-in-law who is a veteran and he has had substance abuse issues and he spends a lot of time at the VA at the VA hospital. And I can tell you they have, gone above and beyond to help him and he's made great strides great improvement and so knowing you know he's he's had to um go through some mental health therapy there as well and so just seeing the firsthand experience with him i have to say thank you for your work there because that it's it's made a difference in my life indirectly through you but you know oh, that, thank that's you. the line of work yeah. Uh, now, is that something you plan to keep as your full-time job until you retire? Yeah. So I had, I got out the army in 2014. And so when I got out, I had been trying to get in the VA. So for five years, I've been trying to get in the VA. And I guess it was something about Atlanta because literally as soon as I applied to the Texas VA, I got a call. So that's also about, you know, what's meant for you will happen when it's supposed to happen. And, and also letting go of things not meant for you. Like I feel like when I was in that relationship, I got held back from a lot of stuff because since I've been out and I've decided to follow, you know, the path that was really meant for me, a lot of stuff has been blossoming in my life. So, um, with that, you know, obviously you can do 20 years, but if you're a vet, you can buy back your military time. So I did seven years. I can buy back those seven years and only have to do 13. So in 13 okay. years, I'm trying to, like just do a little bit of therapy in private practice, do a little bit of hair, like maybe work one or two days a week and then have some rental property. And then I'm going to be that annoying parent at every single function. Hey, that's a good thing. <laughs> oh, you got a lunch at school? I'll be there. Oh, you need somebody to uh, come to the chaperone, the uh, field trip? I'll be there. Oh, you have a football, a cheerleader, it is, I'm, I'm going to be at everything. 
So that's, that's, that's very why cool. I'm trying to set up all the things that I'm doing now so that I can have that option. And then again, like I said, I still want to do hair and therapy just on a very limited basis. Like maybe in private practice, having two clients a week and then like with hair, maybe seeing some, you know, only being open one day for hair. So only having to work, you know, two days because I, I think I would get too bored sitting at home. Yeah, absolutely. I, I understand that. Um, but yeah, that's something that the reason why I've, I mean, I've always felt being an entrepreneur was a calling for me and I've, you know, worked lots of other jobs and, you know, normal jobs, but I've always come back to being an entrepreneur. And that's one of the main reasons is I want to be there for my kids' functions. I understand I'm going to have to put hours in elsewhere and uh, that's where I want to be able to craft the hours that I do work around those kids' events. Like, you know, I've got a... um, my daughter who's seven, she's uh, got a Christmas school program coming up and, you know, I made sure I'm not working during that time so I can go to that, go to the school. And so that's very cool that you've got those similar goals and similar plans um, already in place now. So that's, that's great. Um, So I want to give you some time. Um, I want to be cognizant of your time what, uh, where can people find more about you and, um, any particular shout outs that you want to give? Well, I want to give a shout out to you. Cause I think what you're doing is awesome. Having, you know, an outlet for entrepreneurs to come on and talk and maybe, you know, get some more information and get some more, um, help to grow whatever they're trying to grow. So shout out to you. Um, but you can find me, um, so unfortunately, I'm not the smart one that has the same name across all channels. My names are different. So for hair on Instagram, you can find me at hair therapy. And that's going to be at underscore hair dot therapy underscore. On Facebook, it's hair therapy by Ashley J. And that's spelled A-S-H-E-L-E-I. Um, and so I'm only on Instagram and Facebook for hair. So for happy hour. On Twitter, it's Happy Hour Ash, and that's A S H E. On face, on um, Instagram, it's Happy Hour with Ashley, so A S H E L E I. And on uh, Facebook, it's Therapy with Ashley, so A S H E L E I. So yeah, I need to try to tune it in and do no that. <laughs> and then my podcast can be found on like literally every podcast streaming device: Apple, Google, Stitcher, Spotify. Places I never heard of before I started doing um, podcasts, <laughs> Bean, Caster, like it's, it's on like 15 different channels. But um, if you are on Apple, please write a review <laughs> and subscribe. <laughs> but um, really, yeah, you can find me on anywhere. And um, I'm always open to like, I want to start doing listener letters. So if people have ideas or questions about mental health, self-care, anything like that, if they want to, you know, get some feedback or some advice so you can um, reach me via Facebook or Instagram or Twitter if you want to send in a listener letter or something or you had questions. So I that's think that's cool. all the that's all the places you can reach me. <laughs> well, I'll make sure to put all those in the description of the episode as well. So um, make it a little bit easier to find you that way. But um, thanks for the the shout out to me. But honestly, it's it's I'm the one who's benefiting from all this. Like. I'm I'm sharing it so hopefully other people benefit from it as well. But uh, really, being able to listen to all the stories that I've had and be able to hear your story as well, 
it's it really benefits me and uh, helps me become a better person. So I really appreciate that. Uh, but uh, yeah, I I want to thank you again for taking time out of your day and. Um, you've got a lot going on, so I, I appreciate that, but, uh, keep, keep up with a side hustle, keep working towards that, uh, rental property and being debt free in 2020. Very cool. Yes. Uh, but, uh, in, until next time, I hope all they're listening took something out of this, um, and make sure to get out there and hustle the day. Yes. Thank you for having me on and thank, thank you guys you. for listening. <laughs> Thanks for listening to the Hustle of the Day podcast all the way through. I really appreciate that. I just want to let you know that I help small businesses with their online strategy. So if you or anyone that you know needs help with their online strategy and owns a small business, I'm your guy. Go ahead and connect with me at Trent V. Bray on Instagram or TrentVBray.com.